Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Good morning and welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything entertainment at MyTalk1071.com. Download the app, by the way, you can listen to your favorite shows online and uh, offline for that matter right now though you're listening to myself bradley trainer along with holly roberts we are wrapping up our time at the fair Lori and donnie will be up at noon um but we've had a blast here yes and uh come see us for for uh what's left and uh let's give some thanks to all the people that made this possible shall we yeah we want to thank our daily broadcast sponsor triple a movers for bringing you today's my talk state fair broadcast live from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. And it's the last day of the fair. The lactation station still open, sponsored by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. If you've got a baby, a young child that needs to be fed, that needs to be changed, please come and see us on Underwood, just south of Randall. We've got a spot just for you. Absolutely. Come see us, uh, pick up some merch, and uh, we've still got some celebrity stories for you. In fact... One of our favorite topics of conversation here on the Colleen and Bradley Show are things called publationships. What is a publationship, Holly? A publationship is a relationship that is maybe for the sole purpose of publicity for celebrity, or it conveniently is leveraged for publicity. So there could be like a, a nugget of truth, a kernel of truth in a relationship, but, you know, it's still being leveraged so that we pay attention to these people. And a number of these uh, publicationships we have discussed here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. One of our favorites, however, is one that we call Shamila. And Shamila is made up of... Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. And guess what? Well, they made some headlines this weekend. Specifically, uh, Sean Mendez made headlines. And he... Oh, wait for it. Well, just... Can I read the headline, Holly, and you tell us the story? Yeah, can you? The headline is, Sean Mendez finally confirms that he and Camila Cabello are dating. <gasps> what? What? That seems like a big deal, right? Because this couple, who is not a couple but is a couple but not, is not a couple, has been uh, all, over this, uh, all over tabloids since their new single came out. Oh, that's interesting. Senorita. Senorita. Um, they've been, you know, seen uh, kissing in random places, but nowhere... Would you call that kissing? Because no. to me, it looks like is... they've been eating each other's faces, yeah. trying to suck the soul from each other. Out of the rest of us yeah. uh, for paying attention. But anyway, so, but they have not actually confirmed no. that this relationship is a thing. But here is a headline, Holly, saying that their relationship actually just was confirmed by Sean Mendez himself. What? That headline's trash. Fake news, Brad. I'm here to tell you why. Okay, tell me why. So this happened over the weekend. I don't know where Sean Mendes was, but it looks like he was having an intimate Q&A with fans. Oh, just hanging out. Just hanging out. Maybe he was sitting on a, a, on a speaker of some sort. Okay. And he's talking about his relationship. Oh, And okay. the fact that he doesn't want to talk about it. Okay. Wait a minute. He's talking about his relationship that he doesn't want to talk about. Exactly. But is it? A, how is he confirming? But he's saying it's a relationship? Tell me, what's going on? 
He's talking about, Sean Mendes is talking about his relationship with Camilla Cabello by saying he doesn't want to talk about it. Here's the quote. Honestly, I want to say I want to talk to you guys about this stuff, but it's just not me in the relationship. There's another person involved. I can't say things that I feel. It's not just me deciding, you know? Oh, you guys, I really want to tell you about my relationship, but because I'm in a relationship, which means there's someone else i can't talk about it right because why exactly you're not allowed to talk about a relationship that you're in with some so is it camilla cabello who's trying to keep us from talk what we don't even know Brad. i'm so confused because and also do you find it interesting that he doesn't mention her name Thank he just you. says in a relationship it could be a relationship with his cat yeah Anyway, if you go back and all of these stories about this particular couple that we've talked about here on the Colleen and Bradley show, none of them, like anytime there's a hint that there's a relationship going on, there's always plausible deniability. There's always some part of the story that they could weasel their way out of actually um, proving that they were in a relationship because they never mention each other's name. Right. Um, just because they're kissing and holding hands, that doesn't mean anything. They've been friends for literally years before they were ever allegedly romantic partners. Right, because in this case, with Camila Cabello, Cabello blah, she said she has professed her love for Sean Mendez out in public, but you can say, I love you, about somebody and have it be non-romantic. Yeah. She said that. She said, oh, I love you. But you say that about a lot of people in your life. You can love a lot of people. It doesn't mean that you're in an intimate relationship with them. So, again, plausible deniability. Also, what is the point of not confirming a relationship that you are obviously trying to get people to believe that you're in by doing things in public that... That, like, if you were trying to deny that there's a relationship going on, you wouldn't be kissing in public. You would not be eating each other's faces yeah. in a cafe in Canada. Exactly. So what is the point of that? Because some people would say, well, they just, they're trying to keep people talking about the relationship. I think it's as basic as that. Yeah. They're just trying to keep people talking. And at this point, Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello are so deep in this fake publationship that they have to keep it going because they haven't figured out an exit strategy yet. Well, like, I have the exit strategy for them. Which is what? They're easily, this is probably how it's going to happen. They're going to say, well, one of us, or, and they're not going to say it directly because, of course, that would then require them to like be you know, um, hooked up to a lie detector test at some point, and then we'd be able to ask them, were you really in a relationship? They'd say yes and the thing would go Yeah, we get the manila envelope. Thank but you. But very likely sources close to the couple will say, and if you're just joining us, we're talking about the fake relationship, a.k.a. publationship known as Shamila, a.k.a. Sean Mendez and Camila Cabello. Um, at some point, sources will say, sources close to the couple will say, they decided that because they've been friends for years, and while there was a hot and heavy romance following the release of the single Senorita, the two have decided that their friendship is far more important than any romantic notions they might have had for one another. And so as to not ruin their long-term friendship, they've decided to remain friends and, uh, you know, go their separate ways. 
That was brilliant, Bradley. Right? Like, that it's just like seems... you work for Entertainment Tonight. It's a real good show. Is it though? Sign me up, pay me. I'll, no. I'll, yeah, it'll be a better show. <laughs> anyway, no, I feel like that's a that's a plausible exit strategy, and that's likely the one you're going to see because they're not going to have some cockamamie like so and so cheated on so and so because that would just that would um, that would put somebody in a negative light. Yeah. Like if if there was a che- if there was cheating involved in this fake publationship between Sean Mendes and Camila Cabello, somebody would look bad. And, and there's no there's, there's no uh, benefit or um, there's no reason to do that because this yeah. is a be- this this story about their fake relationship is solely designed to enhance both of their careers. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Publationships, we got that figured out. They're a real good thing. Okay, so uh, there's another publationship we should probably mention briefly uh-huh. uh, here on the Colleen and Bradley show. The our, our the OG publationship that we've talked about on the Colleen and Bradley show is none other than Jonas. And when we talk about Jonas, Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra, we have a little Jonas bonus. It's time for a Jonas bonus. <laughs> Do do do. What's going on with Jonas? That is Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas. They're walking, Brad. They're what do you mean they're walking? They're like leaving something? They're just walking. They're walking out of a hotel. That's what Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra have been doing this weekend. Walking out of hotels. Uh, wearing, wearing sandals. Why do I need to know that? Because they want you to know that they exist together. Because remember, last week there was a little bump in the publationship road with Nick Jonas and Priyanka Chopra. There certainly was. They're they're um, you know constantly together, joined at the hip. Oh my God, I love you so much. I'm here oh. to support everything you do. Seemed to go to uh, a different place because Priyanka Chopra missed the. Uh, the Jonas Brothers appearing on the VMAs. Exactly. And then she inserted herself in the conversation by photoshopping a picture of herself with Nick Jonas at the VMAs with his finger down her butt crack looking like a little uh, <laughs> well, Tim Horn, not Tim Horn. No, okay. <laughs> Be very careful. Looking for that plum. <laughs> so, okay, I, I don't know what you're doing right now, but it's going to go to a place that is inappropriate. Chopra's, go to her Instagram. She picked the photo Priyanka Chopra. So basically, here's what had happened. You have this relationship where you're supposedly up each other's business 24-7. You're taking all these publicity photos together. You're like, oh my God, I love so much. Every time one of them walks out the door, the other one is there to like, you know, just beat us over the head with how amazingly in love they are. Right. And then like one of the best nights of the year for the Jonas Brothers, when they uh, win awards at the VMAs, she is nowhere to be seen. And also, not just is she nowhere to be seen, there's no there's no fake Instagram post that's like full of love. That uh, that post you talked about didn't come till the day after. Yeah, because that was damage control by Priyanka's PR where it was like, "Oh gosh, people are talking about it Priyanka that you Yeah, didn't like show where up. weren't you? So all of a sudden you had this you had the public like, "Wait a minute, I thought you guys were like tied at the hip and then you don't even mention the fact that he won an award. They won an. Did they win an award? I don't know. I think they won an award. Did didn't they? they? they but anyway, performed. they were performed. Yeah. Um. You know. So she didn't even acknowledge that that happened. Um. There was no acknowledgement from her the day of, and that just seemed like a huge red flag. So sure enough, she does the thing with the thing, and then all of a sudden, all weekend long, we are treated to 
these dumb stories about them walk literally walking out of the door of wherever they're at in one case with a dog and yep. then another case with a uh you know a, a fashion choice that you know had people talking yeah they're talking about her sandals and her mini skirts that, those are the headlines regarding priyanka chopra they're in new york city by the way and that's where the VMAs were. Yeah. So she was, and that's also where she allegedly in New Jersey she's filming um, that superhero movie for Netflix. We see you. Yeah, we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We've got your number. Someday we will have Priyanka Chopra and Nick Jonas on our show. Oh God, that would be so it's awkward. Never gonna happen. Never. No. <laughs> because we would not, we would have to ask them: Is your relationship? A crock. Yeah, because we wouldn't do the dance. We wouldn't do the PR dance with them. We would want to know the truth. We would have to ask the very tough questions that no other celebrity outlet is willing to ask. And that's what we do here on the Colleen and Bradley Show. We go where no one else goes because that's how dedicated we are to the truth. But now we got to go to break. We do have to go to break. That is the truth. When we come back, more top celebrity stories and maybe a little fair, fair banter when we come back here on My Talk 1071. Welcome back to the Colleen and Bradley Show here on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything State Fair style on a stick here at MyTalk1071.com. I'm Bradley Trainer along with Holly Roberts. We are out here on the last day of the beautiful Minnesota State Fair. It's a gorgeous day. The crowds are still a little uh, on the lower side, so I think hurry up and get out here. And um, Holly, uh, this is our last broadcast day. We'll be here yep. till noon. Yep. Then Lori and Donnie take over from noon to uh, two. Yes, and then it's best ofs for the rest of the holiday. But our booth will still be here for the rest of the day, so come see us, uh, or I should say come see the booth, and uh, you can pick up your favorite MyTalk 1071 merch before it goes away, because once uh, we're done at the fair, you won't be able to get that merch again at all. They're ever. state fair exclusives, and yes. I'll tell you, even if you ask nicely... You're not going to get it. Yeah, no. Like, if you sorry, email us like tomorrow, that. like, I couldn't make it to the I'm fair. Sorry. Can I get that Conspiracies by Cobra t-shirt? No, you're not going to be able to do it. So you got to come down. Or if you know a friend who's out here, have them stop by the booth on Underwood just south of Randall. Yeah. And it's not a booth. It's a spaceship. It's a spaceship. It's, there's beautiful uh, beautiful seating available for you from Patio Town. Oh, yeah. Um, our broadcast sponsor today is AAA Movers. We're on this gorgeous Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. Mm-hmm. We got the lactation station here. Brought to you by the Minnesota Department of Health and Minnesota WIC. It is still open throughout the last day of the Minnesota State Fair. Now, it is our last day. We started the day. We actually had a State Fair food item. We had the Vietnamese iced coffee, Holly. Mm. You're still going on yours. I don't know how you haven't sucked that down already. Because if I had this whole coffee in one foul sloop, I would just probably... All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. 
Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I have me running around the stage, maybe with missing a few items of clothing because I, it has that much caffeine I in want it. another one. That's That tells you about my problems with caffeine. Anyway, um... Are you planning on eating anything else before we leave? I gotta call it quits, Bradley. You sure you don't want to just grab a, a bucket of Sweet Martha's on the way out? Oh, I, as much as I love Sweet Martha's cookies, I have reached the zenith. I haven't had nearly enough. I'm hoping that maybe I'll get a cone on our way out. I mean, I feel like you could just walk by somebody's big giant bucket and take a few and they wouldn't be none the wiser. I do feel like Minnesota is, uh, the Minnesota State Fair is such that you could really just say, hey, may I have a cookie? And people would give you, you'd never have to buy Sweet Martha's. Now, Sweet Martha's probably doesn't want you to do that, but (laughs) I, I feel like Minnesotans would happily oblige. Of course. People are in a good mood. You're at the fair. There's so I mean th- those cookies are a little excessive when you get the whole bucket. Yeah, so I don't. I still don't understand in. the people that eat the whole bucket. Who eats I wanna the whole know bucket who by themselves? I want to know who gets to the actual bottom of the bucket. But um, of the state fair food items, new, uh, classic, what have you, Holly? Yeah. What was your favorite bite of state fair food 2019 at the Minnesota State Fair? I have to say, my favorite food this year was the Nashville hot chicken over at the Blue Barn. Mine too. It was so. It Really Good. Was. If you have not had that yet and you're coming out to the Minnesota State Fair this afternoon, go make a beeline to the Blue Barn because that's one of their new unofficial new food items this year at the State Fair. And it's a giant piece of chicken on a stick. Yep. Juicy. Juicy. Tender. tender. I think it's a chicken tenderloin. Uh-huh. And then there's uh, crumbles of cornflakes. And other kind of breaded items it's surrounding breaded the tender. Items. I think it's just like cornfed. Cornfed? I have no more word left. Yeah, you know. It's cornflakes. Uh, it's uh, battered in cornflakes dipped or uh, whatchamahoosits. Fried, deep fried. And then... Uh, it's got a little barbecue sauce. Just some come, pickles, some sauce on it. It's good. Just go get it. That has been my favorite thing that I've had at the State Fair this year. Any other uh, fun finds? You didn't do a ton. Did you in, in uh, your, your special someone eat a lot while you were here yeah but you know he's a traditionalist so what's what so we went to the brat stand there's a specific brat stand where i think and i can't i'm sorry it's across it's kitty corner from the arcade but it i think i don't know it's (laughs) down i'm sorry i can't tell you but it just simply says bratwurst oh yeah i know exactly where it is bratwurst stand but i think you can get crowd on it if you want yeah it's simple and i think that's where Boyfriends go to eat the bratwurst while the girlfriends watch them eat the bratwurst because they don't want it. Because they're not. They're like, yeah, they're, yeah, I don't yeah want just that. like, I don't really want that. And I'm just going to sit in here and watch you do that. You're not a brat right? person. I thought, you know, it depends on the mood. But, yeah. you know, it was bratwurst, mini donuts, cookies, um, cookies. Cookies. <laughs> and, uh, Gosh, I'm trying to think. Oh, I had the Did Turkish pizza. Curds? I oh, forgot about okay. that. So, so I, that is one of the new foods here at the Minnesota State Fair that I did not try. There's Turkish pizza at the Blue Moon drive-in. Yes. And, and it was delightful. What was on it? And what was the base? The base, it's like a pita bread-ish experience. Yeah. And then there's um, some crumbled meat, lettuce, tomatoes, 
cucumbers. If you're looking for something that's not deep fried and it's not a typical state fair food experience, okay. then go and get the Turkish pizza. I had that for dinner one night and it was like, oh, okay, I don't feel like I'm carrying a load. A load. Yeah. Literally. Just a big hockey puck in your gut. Yeah. What about you, Brad? You were out here a couple of days with your friends. Yep. So, um, let's see. I We stayed after here at the Minnesota State Fair on Tuesday and Wednesday night and ate a lot. But the first night was more of the classics. And my favorite, you know, classic fair foods are things like the cheese curds at the mousetrap. Oh, you yeah. get a big bucket of them with ketchup and mm. I'm just good. Uh, then the French fries, of course. They got the good sweat a, a good in the mouth. Sweat? What? When you eat a cheese curd. You have to and sweat you bite. No, no. When you bite into a cheese curd and it's nice and hot, it yeah. has like a juicy sweat to yeah. it. That's just, it's a wonderful <laughs> well, experience. And here's what I love about, this is why, because typically if there's something you can get outside of the fair, I'm probably not going to get it while I'm at the fair. Yeah. With the exception of... Uh, the cheese curds and the french fries because there's something about, well first of all the cheese curds at the mouth trap and there are other cheese curd places here at the state fair that do this they are legit cheese curds they're not just pieces of cheese that are battered and deep fried because so often when you go to like restaurants and things and you get quote cheese curds it's yeah. not actual cheese curds it's like lumps of cheese that they've battered and deep fried and the cheese curd is an entirely different food item than cheese. Yeah. Or I shouldn't say entirely different, but it's a different food item than just a straight up piece of cheese. Well, it has a different texture to it. So you have to have like th- those actual... Anyway, I'm going on about cheese curds. Like you people need to hear more about cheese curds in your life, but whatever, I'm doing it. <laughs> whatever, um, we're in the Midwest. Uh, the malt at the dairy barn. All sorts of like the classics, things like that. My yeah. favorite, of course, my favorite fair food of all time is the spaghetti and super stick. Oh, that's so um, good. It's like pepperoni, cheese, dough, deep fried with garlic butter and marinara. Oh, change yum. your life. It's just around the corner from O'Gara's. If you're out here at the State Fair, go get one. Come see us. We'll be here till noon. When we come back, we have some more celebrity stories. I think we got a blind. Blind item yes. extravaganza. Blind item extravaganza just around the corner waiting for you here on My Talk 1071. Good morning. Hello. I know the voice you're hearing right now is a little early from what you're used to on My Talk 1071, but Colleen and Bradley has a special show for the last day of the fair from 10 to noon today. It's me and Holly Roberts. Joining you until the top of the noon hour when Lori and Donnie take over this broadcast day for Labor Day. Yes, which, by the way, is brought to you by AAA Movers. They're bringing you today's State Fair broadcast live from the Chanhassen Dinner Theater stage. So thank you to them for making all of this possible. And, hey, we've got a little nice little crowd out here right now. We do. They're taking a breather, enjoying the uh, the nice shade as provided to us in our, I will say, our um, building here at the Minnesota State Fair has gotten better each and every year. And this year, we've got those wonderful patio town chairs, but we've also got some bleachers and uh, a covered awning so that you can get out of the sun if you need to. Come down see us now. Holly, one mm-hmm. of the my favorite things uh, on our show currently is your blind items. Oh, celebrity gossip mysteries. Should we do some blind items today? Yeah, I think we need to have, in honor of the last day of the Minnesota State Fair, a little blind item extravaganza. All right, let's do it. So blind items are celebrity gossip mysteries. Colleen and Bradley usually solve them every weekday on the Colleen and Bradley show. But we got a whole bunch to solve today, Bradley, and I want to see how good you are. Okay. 
at solving these celebrity gossip mysteries. A lot of juicy things uh, being revealed over the weekend. So here's your first one. Okay. Now, can I just say to yeah. audience, if you feel like you might know some of these uh, blind items, feel free to yell them out and we'll yeah. add to the fun. Yes. Yelling is permissible during this segment. It is indeed. Yes. All right. So here is your first celebrity gossip mystery. Try to solve the following. Okay. This permanent A++ list singer knows that her venues will not be full. She knows she needs to downsize to be sold out, and that is the cause of the delay. She is not ready for half-empty arenas. So think about a permanent A++ list singer. Oh, okay. So I went one place, and then I changed my mind because I, I honestly think this has to deal with Taylor Swift. No? Brad, no. Is this Okay, so then my my initial thought was Madonna. Yes. But there's I have a problem with this. Why? Okay, so anyway, read the blind item and I'll tell you why. All right. So, Madonna knows that her venues will not be full, and she knows Madonna that she needs to downsize to be sold out and that is the cause of the delay. Madonna not ready for half empty arenas. Now, okay. Okay, so yeah. the, the only thing that I would take issue with in that particular blind item is, and maybe it was just an aff- off-handed remark, she's not doing arenas. Right, exactly. That's what I thought you would take issue yeah. with, and I think that that probably was just the person who wrote the blind items okay. not phrasing it correctly. Yeah, because the thing about Madonna... So, okay, so for those of you who don't know, the, uh, the current, and we should just call Jamie and my partner and have him explain how this works, because he's going to three of these shows. I love that. And over the weekend, uh, a friend of ours uh, was in town from New York City who also was going to one of these shows. His was actually postponed in New York City. Um, the first couple of these shows was postponed, and allegedly it had to do with some sort of technology or some sort of element of the production. Well, and Madonna made a statement about this last week saying that she was a perfectionist. Yeah. And that she wanted to make sure that this was the best thing that you've ever seen in your life. I'm paraphrasing yeah, her, yeah, but yeah. that was the gist of it. But there was a there was uh, rumblings that the the concert or the, this particular concert was not selling out, uh, and that they were bummed by the lackluster ticket sales. But what I will tell you is these venues are very small that she's booking. And people had to, like, jump through a ton of hoops to get these tickets. I really would take issue with the fact that the, t- the tickets aren't selling that well, and that's why they're trying to postpone things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's certainly possible, um, but I don't know. It, we'll see if, if any more of these shows are postponed or if this really does go ahead in uh, late September as it's supposed to. I feel like it's probably going to. Now, I'm trying to confirm whether or not, because I know that she outright canceled a couple couple of dates. Yeah. It but was they, actually yeah. the first I think it was the first show was canceled. Mm-hmm. The next two shows were postponed to October. Yeah. So there it is. Canceled and then get your tickets, get your tickets. So she's performing at an opera house in Brooklyn. Yeah. So like an opera house is gonna have, you know, what, maybe two thousand seats. I mean I don't know, this opera house could be huge. It's in Brooklyn. But I would though. imagine it's what, fifteen hundred, two thousand yeah. seats. Um I know she's got a lot of shows, so it might be a, a, a fact that there are multiple shows, and the multiple shows are not selling out, but the venues themselves are not, you know, the typical arena. Because I think Madonna's now entered a stage of her career where she doesn't need to do arenas, and frankly, because she won't sell them out. Exactly. All right. Moving on. Good to know. Good to know. 
What other blind items you got for us in there? Oh, a blind item extravaganza. Here we go, Bradley. Try to solve this celebrity gossip mystery. Apparently, Bel Air was not considered, quote, young enough for the former actress turned A-list celebrity, which is why she has moved her focus to search on Malibu. So think about a we former just talked about somebody. actress turned celebrity. Okay. Mm-hmm. An actress turned celebrity who... Who's in she, the real estate market. And she's she was looking at... Or she's leaving Malibu or she was looking at Malibu? No, or, excuse she me, was... She was leaving Bel Air but looking or what? So this person was looking for real estate in Bel Air, which is a very expensive neighborhood in Los Angeles. But apparently this person thought it was too old and wants to move on to continue the real estate search in Malibu. And she's an actress turned celebrity. An actress turned celebrity. Former actress. She doesn't act anymore because she she has other things that that are going on in her life. She's got other things going on in her life. Yeah, other things. She's busy being a celebrity. We know her, Bradley. Gwyneth Paltrow? Uh, Oh, God, I'm doing horrible this morning. The The audience? Yeah. Anyone? Former actress turned celebrity. Miley Cyrus? Uh, no. No, think about it. She's not in the world of entertainment anymore. She's n- Oh, no. Oh, no. No. To me more? Uh, what did you say? Thank you. Congrats, Meghan Markle. Oh, gosh. Meghan Markle wants actress. to buy a home in Malibu? Yes. Let me fill in wow. the blank for okay. you. Here we go. So apparently, Bel Air was not considered young enough for Meghan Markle, which is why she has turned her real estate search onto Malibu. Now, here are the Radar Online stories from over the weekend. Okay. And the Daily Mail was reporting this too that Meghan and Harry are considering a move to Los Angeles. Now, their reasoning, the tabloids say, is because they are getting bashed by the British tabloids for flying on private planes and nobody appreciates them, so they're going to move their buns to Los Angeles. Now, here's where I will say that there is a kernel of truth to this rumor. Okay. is because NT Lawyer, the person who writes our blind items, yeah. has been talking about Meghan Markle and Prince Harry moving to Los Angeles since the beginning of the year. And I don't have the blind items in front of me, but he has been writing that Meghan Markle wants to move to Los Angeles. And now the mainstream tabloids, I mean, if you count Radar Online as yeah. being a mainstream tabloid, is actually reporting on the story. That's so interesting because I, I guess... You know, like my first reaction was absolutely not. There's no way they're going to be able to do this because they're part of the royal family and they've got obligations. How are they going to be able to live on this side of the uh, the continent? Or not continent, world. this side of the world, thank you, because it's a different continent. You know. Anyway, um, but then there's, they really don't have the same expectations as a royal family because, of course, they're not in line for the throne. So, I mean, theoretically it's possible. Well. And I know it's different because, you know, think of What's-His-Face and Wallace Simpson. Yeah. I mean, but they were abdicated. Yeah, I was going to say they were forced to sort of be away from, you know, they were forced to go away. Forced into exile. Yeah. But, you know, it's not unheard of. And plus, you know, Harry is down the line in succession because now we have 
bless his heart, Prince Charles, will he ever be the king? I don't know. But then yeah, William. Poor thing. And then William's three children after him. Yeah. And so on and so forth. So Harry's just kind of around doing goodwill things around the world. The one thing that I will say is I wonder if they're really trying to make this happen and by getting these stories out there. Do you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. maybe Megan's just trying to get get the idea out there so that, you know, she'll have people talking about it such that sure. it you know, because the reason I say that is because once you start to have people in the public talk about things, you can see how they're going to react to those things. It's a barometer. It's sort of a barometer, like a trial balloon to see, um, you know, if the public is going to tolerate it. Because after all that the royal family has been through, I mean, one couple living in L.A., is that really going to be a huge deal? Exactly. A deal breaker? I, I don't know. I don't know, Bradley. Something tells me that the royal family has more uh, concerning issues on their plate uh, yes. Then and Harry in fact, and Megan. That would be creepy McPrince Andrew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Exactly. One more? Should we do one more blind item? Yeah. Okay. All right. Here's another blind item in our blind item extravaganza here at the Minnesota State Fair on Labor Day. Apparently, this permanent A-list mostly movie actor who is an Oscar winner slash nominee has a staff of 20 and doesn't even have to pay their salaries. Now, who would that be? A permanent A-list, permanent mostly movie actor. A-list, mostly movie actor. Is an Oscar nominee slash winner, has a staff of 20, and conveniently doesn't have to pay any of their salaries. Now, who why would that would, be? Why wouldn't they have to pay their salaries? Well, there's a very big reason why they wouldn't have to pay their salaries. If uh, you know what I'm talking about. Somebody who wouldn't have to pay... Tom Cruise. Oh, that's a good one. Who said Tom Cruise? Yeah. Good guess. Because, of course, Scientology. Scientology. All right, read the blind item. Exactly. So, apparently, Tom Cruise has a staff of 20 and doesn't even have to pay their salaries. Probably has a lot of Sea Org members working for him, that Tom Cruise. Absolutely true. Totally believable. Yeah. Wow. Sea Org members being abused by the Church of Scientology, getting paid pennies on the hour for their labor. Yeah, see, this is why you should not doubt the fact or the possibility that uh, Kanye West is going to be starting his own um, organization, cult, cult, uh, because for just this kind of thing, like people see like, oh, okay, well, if it's a, you know, if it's a religious organization, we don't have to actually pay people the way that you normally have to. Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, God, I hope that somebody who works for him does a tell-all. It'd be really hard, though, but... It would be really hard. I mean, we can hope someday. I mean, I think that maybe we just, you know, we need to hang on long enough, Bradley, for either somebody who worked for Tom Cruise or Katie Holmes to give us that tell-all that we so, so desperately... I would love to read Katie Holmes and what happened in that relationship. Like, what really happened? Like, what really, really happened? Yeah. I don't know if we're going to be reading that book anymore. You never know, though. I mean, let's. Well, here's the thing. I just hope I'm alive when that when that story comes out. That's because what I mean, we got to wait. We got to wait until somebody kicks the bucket. <sighs> All right. Well, we've not quite kicked the bucket of Sweet Martha's cookies Woo! down the the fairway here at the Minnesota State Fair, but we're getting close. We're going to wrap up our uh, coverage on the Colleen and Bradley show at the Minnesota Minnesota. I've lost the will to speak, you people. Yeah, it happens. Um, no, <laughs> we'll wrap up our show. Uh, and get things ready for uh, Julie. 
Donnie. Lori and, and Donnie. Lori. Lori's been working and finessing the crowd. Oh, good. Here. She's so getting she, you warmed yeah, up. She, she gave out sunglasses. She was. I uh, love Lori. Yes. She's always there for the audience. Oh, of course. At the State Fair. All right. We'll be right back here on My Talk 1071. Good morning and almost afternoon here on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. We're streaming live and doing everything State Fair here at the. Minnesota State Fair, and it's wow. the last day, Holly. It is the last day. It's Labor Day. A lot of people back to school tomorrow. You might have the Monday scaries, but it's Labor Day today. want to give a thanks to AAA Movers for sponsoring the My Talk 1071 broadcast this afternoon on the Chanhassen Dinner Theater's stage. I can tell you it still might be morning, but it's beer o'clock out here. It is people- beer o'clock. <laughs> people are getting lit. And um, we're on Underwood just south of Randall. People are happy. They're enjoying themselves. Yes. As they should on this beautiful, beautiful last day. I will say, you know, as we're wrapping up the show today, and and by the way, Lori and Donnie are coming up next. Uh, We've been doing state fair broadcasts each day of the fair um, this year. And I will say, having been here for a good chunk, I think we've been... You and I have broadcast... Well, I think you've broadcast, what, ten of... No, nine, perhaps... Nine, eight or nine days of the 12th, right? Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. And I've been out here, I think, about nine or ten. What I will say is we've had really good weather this year. Well... With the exception, there was one day where uh, it rained a little bit, and there was one moment, I think about ten minutes, where there was some... Uh, where there was a hail experience. But other than that, I mean, literally every day was just, there was a healthy dose of sunshine, maybe a little cloud cover, but that, you know, that actually is not a bad thing when you're out at the fair. But I'm sad because we haven't had the swass levels. <laughs> swass. The sweltering, <laughs> the sweltering. The sweltering heat of the last gasp of summer, if you will. Yeah, because that's what's fun. One of the things about the state fair, because there is a switch in Minnesota mm. that gets flipped. Yeah. When it goes from summer to fall, True. and that switch has already been flipped. You could tell right when the state fair started, something happened, and it's like, it's oh, true. this is a little brisk now, and now there's Canadian geese flying overhead. We literally like, saw a oh, formation yeah. of, Can- it's Canada geese, thank you. They get real upset when you say Canadian. Um, they do, I just want you to know. Okay, thanks. Um, but the, um, didn't you ever get corrected in school, Canada geese? No. No. Okay. Anyway, apparently, just my fourth grade teacher did. Um, but uh, but yeah. So the switch has been flipped. Yep. However, thankfully, um, it's been quite enjoyable. I mean, yes, that does mean the crowds are probably a little bit bigger than they would be. Um, the one year I can think of, I think it was a couple of years ago, where it was so hot that literally nobody was here, and uh, that was the day that I stayed after the show to enjoy the fair, and it was actually amazing because there was. There were no lines anywhere. So you do kind of miss that opportunity. But I will say, I, I think from a sitting up here and doing our show each day perspective, I, I quite enjoyed the weather we oh had. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah, because it means that more people are out here. I know that there have been multiple record-breaking attendance days at the Minnesota State Fair this year because it's been so darn nice and like you have a moral obligation to enjoy this weather before we get literally dumped on with like a million feet of snow Okay, because let's not go be... all the way to snow. I'm My sorry, God. I'm a catastrophist. I'm like, this is it's what not happens. super hot, and you're already like, well, at least snow's around the corner. Hey, Bradley, you're look, ready. It's September 2nd today. It is. I remember last year 
we had our first snowfall in early October. It melted okay. right away. All right, great, thanks. I needed to hear that. I remember these I really things. don't want to hear that. I've already heard that uh, the Farmer's Almanac says it's going to be a really nasty winter. I'm choosing to believe that that's just all uh, hocus-pocus. Hogwash. Hogwash. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so as we wrap up our time here at the Minister... Minister... Can you hold on for three more minutes? I'm powering down now. <laughs> My time at the fair has ended. Actually, it's been a great time. I always get a little bittersweet the last day, to be quite honest with you, because I am excited that we get to go back into the studio and do our thing the way we normally do. But we won't be out here now for a full another year. And that's, you know, I mean, it is fun to see um, all the people. We get to see a lot of people we know walking by. We get to meet listeners that we haven't had the chance to meet uh, up to this point. We get to eat all that wonderful food. Um, now it's back to broccoli and pork chops. It really it? is. It really, well, chicken is. breasts, broccoli, yeah. and brown rice for the next 12 mm-hmm. weeks until Thanksgiving. But um, what is the thing you're going to miss most about the State Fair, Holly? I I'm am, putting you on the spot. Oh, thank you, Brad. I'm going to miss walking around. I like to get out and move the legs and at the yeah, Minnesota State Fair true. you can just walk around and also too it's really a unique opportunity the Minnesota State Fair to just be among fellow Minnesotans mm-hmm. enjoying the traditions of the state that vibe is super fun and it gets you out of your normal routine in a way that is just very unique unto itself. Oh, it absolutely is. We are very fortunate. I mean, we all know this, but we are very fortunate to have the Minnesota State Fair. Oh, yeah. I, uh, I spent a lot of time in Texas. The Texas State Fair is huge and it's big, but nobody goes. So, or I should say, I lived in Houston. We never went once because it's all the way, it's hours, hours north and it, that was just not a, a thing. So, um, we have, you know, we're very lucky that it's in the place that it is. You know, a lot of people come in from around the state, surely, but to have it right next to or as a part of this big metro area is just a huge treat for us to be able to see um, and, you know, eat yeah. our way across um, the fair. I think we're just really blessed to have this. So, oh, absolutely. I'm grateful for the mi- state fair. What are you going to miss, Bramley, so about the um, Minnesota State Fair? What am I going to miss most about yeah. the Minnesota? You know what I'm going to miss most? The people watching. Oh, yeah. Because our job, we are, we live in a, we basically work in a closet, mm-hmm. staring at each other, mm-hmm. like one other person or maybe two other if people on lucky. a given day. And um, I just love that I get to sit here and watch a giant wave of humanity trundle by every day. Coming and going. Um, there's some really nice things to look at, some really disturbing things to look at. Some, some really Minnesota questionable in- fashion choices to look Minnesota at. Minnesota interesting things Min- to Minnesota look at. Interesting, yes. <laughs> Minnesota interesting, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, that's an interesting oh. choice. Or as my partner Jamie often says, when we approach someone who is wearing a questionable fashion ensemble, oh. <laughs> like he will ver- audibly, out loud, just say, oh. I gotta ask you, Brad. As we're passing people, I'm like, you know they can hear you. Has he ever been busted? Has your partner ever been busted for giving one of those, oh. Oh. Not directly, but there are times when I'm convinced people know exactly what he's doing. Because if somebody walks by wearing, you know, some absurd outfit, and then a person approaching you goes, oh. I mean, I think you're prone to believe that perhaps the comment was about you. Speaking of, look who's on stage. Speaking of absurd outfits, it's Donnie! Hey, Donnie. Hi, Donnie. What's wrong with my outfit? Nothing. Nothing. We're just giving you a hard time. Because it's the last day here at the fair. Yay. Are you excited? 
Yes. Okay, what do you what do you and Lori have coming up today? Did you actually plan a show? We did. We do have several things to talk about, actually. She's going to tell about a couple of concerts. She went to Lionel Richie and Brandy Carlisle. Oh, nice. And I saw a really cool music documentary that I want to talk about. And Mark Belanger from Channel 5 is going to come up and gab with us for a while at around 1230. Awesome. Wonderful. Well, we look forward to, to uh, hearing you guys from noon to 2. Thank you, everybody out here at the Minnesota State Fair uh, at the MyTalk 1071 building. We are very happy that you came out to see us. Thank you for being part of our State Fair broadcast. We got one more live show for you. Have a wonderful day, Holly. Thank you so much for being here today. Thank you, Brad. Have you been waiting for just the right job? Then welcome to the end of your search. Amazon has seasonal warehouse jobs in your area, and now is a great time to apply. You can start getting paid right away and work close to home. Applying is easy. You don't even need an interview. So what are you waiting for? Come join the team and get a great seasonal job offer today. Visit Amazon.com slash hiring. Amazon is an equal opportunity employer.